Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. podcast called the jgv sports podcast it is um last time we recorded was um 11 a.m on the saturday just before we were heading up to see the the second get cop in state game of the season and um we just got sidetracked last week we kind of got busy a lot came up you had your birthday party yeah. um there was a disc golf tournament as well um i had schoolwork to do and yeah we just didn't get around to it i was like hey that's fine we'll, we'll record when we can i knew there would be some time and um today is that day so there's actually been a lot's happened since then i think if i remember correctly if i count correctly i think there's been five more oh actually six more games since when we last recorded the podcast really? yep so we got quite a bit to talk about so so first of all then for this game then like i said this was the sunday game as we just finished recording the last one we literally just talked about the fact that you found a ball it was like the eighth inning but it was it was in the middle of an inning we couldn't get the ball back to them and i said hey that's fine you can return it today and as we pulled up we saw coach coming out to his car and i was like here you go perfect opportunity all right so go ahead tell us what happened before the game even started all right so um the first base coach told asked me um to go onto the field and practice with the players mm-hmm. so i decided to give it to him and um he asked if it was for a player i said no for the players warming up uh-huh. in the bullpen he said no you can keep it <laughs> and uh. then and then co then he introduced me to the players mm-hmm. um and then I get to practice with the third base. Uh huh. Um, You're not looking on the list, are you, to find out who Brian Nicholas is? Mike That's um, Mike Dorsey and the catcher. <laughs> Brian Nicholas. I mean Brian Nicholas. <laughs> um. Now I got some video of you of you playing with him and mm-hmm. playing catch, and I don't know. You mentioned something about talking about throwing a football or something. Yeah, I said, um, that. That throwing a football kind of translates into throwing a baseball. And stuff. Oh, okay. So is that why you were on one of the video? You were shuffling your feet. So I couldn't hear because no. I was in the distance. Not really. And as you're picking up the ball, you don't really set your feet when you throw. You kind of skip around a bit and then throw it. And then I saw Brian kind of he was doing the same thing, but I think he was trying to show you. Hey, look! Did you even realize like you're shuffling your feet along as you're throwing? And that's kind of when the video ended. At the time, I didn't realize that's what it was. It wasn't until later when we got home and I watched the video that I actually noticed that part. So. Yeah, um, you missed it. I was like, Coach gave you a big hug right at the start. Oh, I was know, like, Jackson is like, great to see you. How have you been? And and then, like I said, the other coaches came out as well, and everybody made you feel super welcome. And as you got took inside, um, Coach Sherman told me he said, oh, like um, we're gonna take him inside. He's gonna come do the anthem with us, and then we'll bring him back to like the entrance gate. So I was like, okay. So I went into the stadium so I could kind of see, but then I couldn't really see as well because I didn't know you were gonna be on the uh, third base side. So I came back down again, and that's when I started recording and um yeah that's where they're um that's where the bench is yeah 
And actually, while I was stood waiting, some of the players came over and said hi again. And uh, yeah, it was really cool. It, it was kind of like, hey, it was kind of reminding me of like at school a little bit when you've not seen people for a long time and everyone's kind of like a first day back. I know it was game two, but we didn't get to talk to anybody in the first game because we were kind of in the stands and, and that was fine. That was perfectly okay. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was a really cool opening. I, I, got, I video recorded the, uh, the intros because you were kind of in the line when the players were coming out. So they announced everyone. So I saw you getting fist bumps. Yeah. From people. And then, then coach also gave me another baseball when I left. He did. So we <laughs> we thought you were giving one back. So we thought we were going to be one down. And uh, in no, the we're... end, you're actually two up. So you got that one and you got another one up. as well. Well, I thought you were going to give that one back, but actually you got to keep that one and you got an additional one as well. So um, I, I think that could be, um, I think you could be able to retire and just um, sell your baseballs at some point. You might never need a job. I think you got so many right no. now. It certainly seems like I that. I can't find my ones from last year because it was so long ago. You didn't put them in there outside. We have like an outside container where all your sports stuff is. You didn't uh -huh. keep them in there. I did. I said there's so much stuff in there. Okay. Did you write on them like you said you were going to? Wait, I didn't write Like, did them. you label any? Like, I got this ball from whatever. No, I didn't label them. Well, in that case, then, there's no way you're going to know which is which, then. Because it could just be a random book. Because we have NCAA baseballs anyway. NCAA Championship, that's what it said. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. They do have NCAA on them, so you will know which event it's from. Yeah, because I don't think our ones that we got for you to uh, practice with were... Uh, would have that on. I'm not sure what they would have on. MLB, perhaps? I, I don't know. But they definitely don't Official say... Official League. Yeah, I definitely don't think that they say NCAA. And, um, yeah, you got to stand out in the on the field. See, I haven't actually been onto the field yet. I didn't even ask you about it. I didn't really think about it. I know you did the National Anthem last year. So what does it feel like working on, walking on the natural turf? Uh, I call it after I have first, shoes but... on, so it does... So it just so felt just exactly used... the same? Yeah. So it doesn't feel like bouncy in any way at all? No. Like, I was wondering, so it feels legitimately like walking on a grass field, but obviously flat. Yeah. Okay, all right. I didn't really think about it at the time. Like, I've walked on our, because we have a field like that at school. So I've been on there before, I've coached on there before, I've um, been on there for games, and I kind of know what it feels like, but I wasn't sure if you'd actually walked on a proper, on a turf field like that before or not, so, yeah. All right, you want to talk to us well, about I mean, the... I have for soccer. Before. Oh, I guess you have. I hadn't really thought about that. Um, so, final game time for this one. Uh, starting game time, sorry, it was um, 11.30. Um, time of the game. I'm, I'm kind of skipping to the end a little bit. Um, it said 2 hours and 50 minutes. I remember you telling me you were like, finally, a game under 3 hours. Um, I actually saw a stat, JJ, which um, I didn't write this down, but I just suddenly remembered when I looked at this. I always talk about the fact that um, games are supposed to be under 3 hours. And I'm like, I never see a game that's under 3 hours. Um, I might be dating myself a little bit on this. The, they have the stats for how long games are. And 2000, mm -hmm. 2000, 2002, when I started watching, the average was just under three hours. It was like two hours 50 and something. And then they've had the stats kind of updated like every five to ten years. And currently, no, the game's like three hours and six minutes, three hours, 15 minutes, something like that. So it has been going up. And I don't know if you realize this, over the off-season, they've introduced more things to try and speed the game up. So if the batter's not ready in time, it's an automatic strike. If the pitcher takes too long to get ready, it's an automatic ball. So uh, they, right now, the umpires have to call it out, so it kind of slows the game down. Because somebody pointed out, you realize it takes longer to point this out than actually just letting them play. Anyway, that's not how it worked in the first week of spring training. Um, the average game time was down by over 20 minutes. 
So, yeah, it said most games were finishing in, like, 2 hours and 30 minutes. So, I know Spring Training is a little different, because they don't have as many TV commercials and stuff, but they said it was 20 minutes shorter than compared to last year. So, for me, I think that's a, I think that's a great thing. I did see a tweet, though, which um, um, I don't know the answer to. So, when you learn to score, let's see if you can remember. I think I actually asked you this during the game. Um, how do you record a strikeout if they were swinging? Okay. Okay, how do you record a strikeout if they just watched it be a strike? Uh, backwards K. Alright, this is a new one, and I don't know the answer, and I have um, tagged Coppin State to see if they can give us the answer. What is classed if the batter gets into the box too late and is not ready, and therefore receives a strike, and they're out? How on earth do you record that in the scorebook? And uh, the answer is, I don't know. Yeah, maybe because... it's a sideways K. Oh, didn't even... Uh... Oh, so kind of like... So the, like, the lines at the top... So it's like then... a lateral... No, okay, like... so like so rotated like... K... Wait, so if you have like a football field, okay. it's like the end zone compared with the, with like the di with like the end of the field. Is it just rotated? Yeah. I'm trying to show you with my hand. Ninety degree like rotation. Like ninety degrees. That could be used. Um, I think the answer is that nobody has an answer right now because it's never been a rule before. This is a new rule going into mm -hmm. things, and um, we actually had some games last week during spring training that were actually ended on that. I think it was Braves versus Red Sox. The because um, it stopped it, and the, initially the pitcher thought he was an error, and then it was the batter that was an error. I don't know if you realize this. Spring training games are allowed a tie, and the game finished a tie. It was two outs, bases loaded. 3-2 count, and the batter did not get ready in time, so was given a strike, and that was the end of the game. So, it's something a little different. I don't, I don't know that they're doing that in college, though. I'm not sure if it's just MLB. I didn't notice a count, but college games tend to be pretty quick anyway. Like, the players don't seem to... Three hours. Like, like mess around. Hours. Like, they're getting in the box pretty quick, and they're hustling to get there. So, I don't know. That's something I'm definitely going to have to pay more attention to. Yeah, they just want to leave. To see what's going on. Um, attendance was 105 people. All right, what do you remember about this game? There's it a few things like it that has I remember. Less people than 105. I don't know. I didn't count. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. I actually thought there was more people for the Saturday game than there was the Friday game, mainly because not everybody's at work. We were lucky. We took um, some time off uh, work and off school so we could go to the Friday game, with it being the first game of the season. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't remember. I think it said it was 100 for the Friday game, um, but there was definitely more for the Saturday game um, for mm -hmm. sure. When we were sat down and when he kind of looked around, there was definitely more people there anything you specifically remember or are you kind of doing a little look there on your uh scorecard to see if there's anything that stands out or you can just tell us the score or where's the eras where's the eras it's um oh it doesn't have the era on there oh i don't know i wonder if it's too early in the season it might just be it might just be i cut off that part of the thing game. i don't know um well remember this is the second game of the season so unless there's with the exception of, I'm just trying to remember if Tim Rafino came in and pitched again. Timmy? Um, he did not. So I think all these people, I think it's their first pitching appearance of the season. So their ERA is literally how many earned runs they have. Um, and then you can just look at the number of innings. So, for example, uh, Marcus Herron was the starting pitcher for this one. So he gave up three earned runs in six innings. So if you were to extrapolate that to nine innings, that would be four and a half. So there you go. There, there's one worked out. But no, they're not written out for you. I'm sorry. But you can tell how many innings they pitched and how many hits they gave up. And... Marcus Harrington says the IP is 6.0. Yeah, six innings. Innings pitched. Oh, we might have to review some of these uh, little notation things. Uh -huh. is ER. That's right. Three. Okay. What's BB? Base on balls. It is. So there was only one base on balls. What's so... a BK? Is it a ball? Uh, BK might be. Is that on the list? At... Wait, 
Does it mean Burger King? <laughs> it does definitely does not mean Burger King. Um, I'm going to assume... Um, I don't know. I think it must be. I can't think of anything else that that could be. I'm looking. It's pretty much zero with the exception of one person. And I do remember one bulk being called in the game. So um, it looks Robert like Robert Black. Black. Yeah. So I think that that's what it would be. Oh, I just realized there's a stat for hit by pitcher as well. Uh, hit by pitch. So um, a starting pitcher for St. Peter's actually hit two people. Wait, Marcus Heron hit somebody. He hit one. It was one total, but um, St. Peter's actually hit three people. So, um, Kyle Mahadi and Robert Nunes. What about them? Oh, is there the people that got yeah. hit? Yeah. Oh, that tells you in the... Uh, oh, you're looking in the other section. Then. Yeah. All right, well, while you're not going to say anything, then, I'm going to say something. Um, I do remember the thing about this one was that um, Brett Curran was moved up the lineup for this one. So in the game that we saw, I think that that was... Um, I think that was his uh, first he, home run. He was third. Or so, fourth? Not originally. I don't think so. So yeah. they moved him up the lineup. One. And, um, they moved him up one spot. Oh, is it just one? Okay. Or two. One this is two. the problem when you're recording like one ten days after the event. Like we really, really needed to record a little bit earlier. Um, the other one that I know then for sure, unless you got anything to add first, was uh, Brody Black was brought in. So I think this was his debut out in right field. I think Jordan Hamburg played right field the previous game. And because um, he hit a home run, because like you were helping on the other ones to try and find, we waited for this one, and you're like, "Can I get it?" I was like, "Someone's gonna go get it," and then no one got it, and I was like, "Come on, let's go get it," because this is like his first home run. So he had three at bats, four runs. How is that possible, Jay? How do you have three at bats and four runs? That's a good question, right? You wouldn't think that's possible, would you? You'd think you'd have to have more. Maybe there was somebody on base and scored a run. Well, yeah, but it's how he got on base. He had a bases on ball as well. So when that happens, it doesn't count as a plate appearance. So he had four plate appearances and got on base all four times and scored all four times. So, uh, yeah, he got a home run. Uh, two RBIs, so that makes me think then there must have been somebody on base for his home run. But, um, yeah, we went and looked, and if I remember correctly, I don't think we found that ball. We, we looked. There were some kids playing nearby that area, I think, and you said, no, 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 they didn't get it. Because you were kind of, I think you were kind of watching. Yeah, I was Unless there that first. Was, Oh, that was game one. I was there um, first. But yeah, there was nobody out there. We looked. We looked between the kind of the home the home run fence and the fence between, and it wasn't there. Um, we know sometimes it bounces a long way, and we went to look to see if it was down, but we didn't see any ball down there at all. So, um, yeah, don't know. It was a shame, because it was a, that was a great hit. But that's the way it goes. And I think, if I remember correctly, as we were looking down there, you actually said, I think you were right, Dad, about how far it is. Because you doubted me on the last podcast. Because you were like, I don't know, it's probably like 340 to where that was. And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, it's like 400, 450. And you were like, nah. No, you said, you and I was like, all right, we'll agree. And then, um, anyway, you agreed with me that it was kind of a long way if you managed to hit it across the park. 410. It's, it, I don't know exactly, but it's a long way, isn't it? Well, how long is it to the home run fence? Um, to right field, I think it's 310. So then it's about like... It's like 370 to the power out. about 10 feet, so 325. <laughs> Should we get a measuring tape next time? And then measure the distance. <laughs> and then you can measure how far it is. And yes. then we'll have some accurate statistics. So yeah, Brody Black was actually the leading... Um, um, had the most runs. He actually only had one hit. So um, I, I'm wondering if he got hit by a pitch then as well. I didn't even notice that. How do you have four runs and only one hit? That's really strange. I didn't even notice that part before. I was just looking at the... 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, another person who had a good game was uh, Sam Nieves, who um, I think Who's moved that? He, he was the new um, left fielder. And um, he played really well. The bottom two batters played really well the last game. And um, once again, he only appears to have two at-bats, but he had one hit, two RBIs. He had a walk as well. And when I actually looked online, it was very early, JJ, but I was kind of curious. I remember Corey Miley last year was in the top, 10, was in the top 10 nationally uh, for on-base percentage. So I was kind of looking to see what people's on-base percentage was. He was in the top 25 nationally after like two games. He had like an 800 percentage, which is crazy. You, you tend to have things like that, but unfortunately, if you have a player who only bats like twice and he gets on base twice, they have a on base percentage of a thousand. So it's a little early to be looking at things like that. But I did see that Sam had certainly had a great start to the season for sure. All yeah. right, why don't you tell us something about the score then? I Final just noticed score, that runs. pitcher's name is Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. That's the name of a NBA player. Oh, okay. I don't think it's the same one. I think that Clay is a capital uh, is a K, isn't it? You probably don't know. It is, but it's still That's the same a C. name. It is. Clay yeah. It's the same, same name. Yep. Yep. Name. All right, come on. Tell us the score. All right. Final score is 7-4. Seven 7-4? Seven to four? I was going to say, I'm hoping there's a pause in seven there. 7-14. So, yes, Coppin State won 14-7. to Coppin um, State got double the points. They did. Do you want to tell us about any particular innings there? Or just go straight for the final score? Uh, in the second inning, Coppin State got four runs. Mm-hmm. The fifth so, inning, Coppin State got three. And same oh, with oh, the Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. In what inning? Oh, the, the right. Fifth the fifth and sixth. All right, so you're kind of skipping a few here then. So they were 5-0 after three. Uh, they St. Peter's came back a little bit. They got three, and then Coppin State got three in the bottom of the state. And after that point, although even though St. Peter's scored three in the seventh, they were never really in this game at all. Um, I think the insurance run thing that we talked about was the previous game, wasn't it? But yeah. they definitely kept getting insurance runs for sure, so it made it a lot easier. Any other memories from this game? It's a long time ago now. No. It's a long time it's too ago. long ago. Yeah, it is. Now, after this game, we were... We actually went to the the basketball game. This yeah. is the first time we've seen a Coppin State basketball game, but I had it in my calendar because we were told that this was going to they were going to acknowledge last year's team. And um, actually, I just realized another memory. While we were waiting in the crowd, you actually said, "Oh, I know that player. You like he was on the team last year." Do you remember who you saw in the crowd? Matt Day. Yeah, you saw Matt Day, and I was like, "Oh, well, he could be here." I didn't notice, um, but I said he could be here. Because he might be here for the ceremony. I was yeah, like, if he was he at the game too. He was. So when we went to we went into the game and we thought we were gonna be a little bit late and I was like, that's fine because I'm gonna say we only we need to see the halftime show more than anything. Like I assume the interruptions were at halftime. And anyway, we kind of struggled to find somewhere to park because I think it was homecoming. There was a lot of people there. Anyway, we found a side street, we parked, we walked, it was only about five minutes, I think. But less than ten for sure. And um, when we went there, the line was massive for tickets as it well. It was. So we had to wait several minutes to get the ticket and then several minutes to get in. And I was like, we're going to miss a lot of this game. And as it was, we didn't because the... No, 16 minutes till Till it started. Yeah, and because it was... Um, wait, it was, who started it was a, with the ball? It was a double header because it was the, the women's game first, which must have ran on a little bit. So in the end, I'm glad we didn't get there early or else we'd have been waiting for like 45 minutes for the game to start. So we did pretty good. Um, I don't remember who won the tip off they don't have a they don't have like one team they throw the ball up in the air and then you gotta tip it back to your own player so i don't know who had the ball first i know this they um 
I ref throws it up and then you slap it back. I thought you'd want to talk about the stadium, things that you could do was, while we were waiting for the game. Apparently, it's over $100 million. I think I might have got that part slightly wrong. Because when I looked for that stat later, I couldn't find it. I think that's the whole complex, possibly. That might be like the lacrosse field. Because the name of the stadium is actually the whole area. So it's not just the basketball stadium. It's the lacrosse field. It's all the things that go together. The classrooms that are adjacent to them as well. So there was a lot more stuff to it but i do seem to remember it said it was built in around 2008 2009 something like that oh here we go uh the physical education complex is a 4100 seat multi-purpose arena in baltimore maryland it was built in 2009 and became home of the coppin state university men's basketball team and 2009-2010 season the women's basketball team and women's volleyball team also play at the facility and, but then it went on and said there was other things. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it just relates to that one building. It, I will say, it was a nice looking stadium. It and was. Uh, wherever you sat down, you had a great seat. Yeah. Like, we were kind of sat near the back, and it was fine. You could see everything perfect. Um, yeah, no, it looked, it was a great place to watch a game. And there was a good atmosphere, because it was busy. There was a lot of people who went to uh, see that game. So what did you get to do while you were waiting for the game to start? I would have felt for there sure. There was a basketball you... game in there, and it was Coke. Coca-Cola and some other drink. I think it was Sprite. I'm not sure. Was, I thought it was Sprite, but I might be wrong. That was Coca-Cola. Okay, so what was this basketball drink. game exactly? Um, you it was like a double shooting game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you... You just kind of played for like 30 seconds. Yeah, it seconds. was a blow-up one. Yeah, it was an inflatable one, and then the ball kind of rolled back to you if you made it, or even if you didn't make it. And you had to wait a little bit, because there were some kids playing, and then they let you have a go. And then everyone kind of left, and you had it all to yourself for several minutes. Uh And I was like, that's fine. And then another kid came and played with you. I was kind of watching just to make sure, and then eventually another kid came along. I was like, come on, Jackson, let them have a go. And you did. And um, yeah, but no, it was a fun little activity. Normally Uh things like that you have to pay for. Didn't do that. And also, as we walked in, I noticed that they had Coppin State Baseball posters as well. They had ones for all the different teams, but we got the one for the um, uh, we got the one for the baseball team. I think it'd be kind of cool if we could get some autographs on that. I don't know. It might be nice. I don't know. That might be something we can try and get. Yeah, we also get coaches. There was, I think there was coaches on the. Was there coaches on the picture? I'm trying to remember. No. Uh, No, there wasn't. I'm trying to think which players are actually on the poster. The um, only one I can remember Sebastian. off the top of my head is uh, Giovanni Canales. That was Sebastian the first name. Sebastian was on there as well. I haven't looked at the poster in like a week and a half now, so I don't remember. I forgot. Where is it? Um, I'm not sure. I think it's upstairs. It might be on the table. I- I'll have to look for that one. Uh, but no, I thought it was a really cool poster. They need to have some of those at like the game. They do. Like on the table um, outside. Remember at the play ball event, they had the tables? And you had things that they were giving out after mm-hmm. the event. They kind of need that for that there as well. But yeah, I don't know. Otherwise, I when you would get that, play ball event. Uh, don't know. I'm gonna say it was in April. Um, it's a month away. I haven't seen anything, but that would be kind of. You don't need a play ball event now. You've got. I'm gonna say you got tryouts this weekend. You're gonna be playing. It's at the right. Peanut Stadium. You're gonna at the uh, old Peanut Stadium. Yeah, the Potomac Nationals. Um, it's not actually in the really? stadium. It's on the fields outside Wait, that yeah. stadium. So yeah. then they still have that there? They'd use it for like other stuff? 
It's still there, yeah. It's just the, the Nationals. They're not going to knock it down just because that team left. Maybe. They can still use it for other things. Like, try it. Like, like they've used it for... They've used it for softball leagues. Like, I, I know uh, my friend used to play in one of the softball leagues there. So, but inside the stadium, I don't know. I don't know what they use that for. That, I'm certainly not sure. So, yeah, while we found our seats... Yeah, you, you saw Matt Day again. So, you're like, he was definitely there. And, um, I don't know. Did you see any former players there as well? Like, I don't think I saw Wellington... I don't I think I. Day. Yeah, um, I didn't see Marcus Castillo. Yeah, I think um, they were all in the back. They might. I can say they might live hundreds, thousands of miles away right now. It might be really Country? inconvenient. If you live in, um, like, a, I don't know, if you're living on the west coast now, you might be three thousand miles away. That's you. Well, perhaps you don't know. Airfares are expensive. Like, that'll be a Wait, long Dad. way to come just to um, walk out onto a court for 15 minutes. Sure, you can hang out with your teammates. I know there's a little bit more to it than that, but it still can be... It can still be kind of expensive, and people could be working, and they might have had their own game to be playing as well. You don't know. They could have been doing... They could have been working well, out with... I don't with know them. What, those, um, what the former players are doing now. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're playing on any baseball team, like... Um, Marcus Castillo pro certainly teams. was, because we, I, I, semi -pro I, I, yeah, he was playing on that semi-pro team, and, um, I'm not sure now, because it's obviously the off-season, but I'm sure things like that will kind of come back on our feed once we can. Most teams don't play in early February, because it's too cold, unless you're in, like, February, um, Florida, indoors. Texas, Arizona, somewhere like that. Or indoors. But if you, indoors, well, not at that level, because that's expensive to have stadiums that are like that. That's only kind of like... Besides Tampa Bay, um, there's probably not many places that actually uh, do that. Okay. Um, anything else about the game? Uh, no. Um, I wrote down a couple of stuff. I can't remember the... They introduced one of their players, and unfortunately my keyboard was messing around. And it wouldn't let me type a letter. Um, Sam? I can't remember his last name. Not sure. Um, but he was like, clearly what their star player. He he got like 2,500 points, I think what they were acknowledging. Well, mine says S-S-S-O-M-S, which I know it's not that. But there was some key that wasn't working on my keyboard. And, they, and I might have pressed S too many times as well. So I'm not sure what his last name was. And I forgot to go back and look. Um, anyway, he was a 2021-22. He was actually a senior at Penn State. So he's actually a transfer. He didn't play his whole career at Coppin State. He's a redshirt junior. He played in all 31 games while making 10 starts. He led the Nittany Lions. Now, I got Mommy to thank for this one. I can't remember how it came up, but I, I asked her about that. It was something to do with Penn State. And I was like, is it Nittany? Like, Nitta? And then she's like, oh, it's Nittany. You don't pronounce the A. I was like, oh, okay. Um, led the Nittany Lions with a 42% three-point shooting percentage. Was third on team in scoring with 11.6 points per game and second with 82 assists. So, um, yeah, so he was a transfer student, but I hadn't realized that. The thing I remember about the basketball game is that um, Howard University dominated the first two minutes. They went like nine up. They shot three threes, and I think they made them all. And I was like, oh boy, this could be a long but why game. why is every game that, that we see that is not baseball Howard? It just happens that they're playing them. It was just coincidence. We went to see it at Howard because it was close for us to go see that volleyball game. Yeah. And it just happened that this game was against Howard for this one as well. But that, that happens when there's teams that are close to each other. It's not far for them to travel, so they do want they want to play each other. What? But then I do remember though Coppin State came right back, and before we knew it, Coppin State were up by about ten. Um, and then when it came to around the half, I think they were down by like two or three, but it was pretty close. Um, at the intermission end, do you want to talk about what happened at the introductions? The players came out and they and Sebastian sat with the trophy. Oh, they Sebastian had the trophy. Okay. And they, 
and they sat for the picture. They did, yeah. Because originally they had a huge long line. I was like, that's not going to be good for a picture. But then they did kind of crowd in. I did film it as well. I thought I posted it online, but I, I'm not sure. I, I honestly can't remember. But we could see the players who, as they were waiting. Because there was a lot of introductions. Didn't somebody present a check or something? Now, I yeah. remember that check. And I was like, I was like, normally those things are like $10,000, $5,000. It was like $2 million? I was like, oh boy, I've never seen a check for that much. I can't remember who was donating it. Um, it was something for Coppin State, but I was like, that's a big amount of money. And there was also the prom queen, no, uh, homecoming queen and homecoming king. And there was some, they had to wait a while, but we could see the players because they were right down in the waiting area near to where we were sat. Hey, Dad, somebody could just run onto the court and steal the check. It wasn't a real check. The real check's already been deposited. It was just so they could have a photo opportunity. Okay. Like, the real check's not as big as that. They do that just for effect. That's like a printed out one, just so you can see it on the picture. Because if you had a real check and held it, you wouldn't be able to read it. It'd be too small. So, no, that would have already been... And also, you can't... If you steal... You probably don't know what a check is, because they don't even use them that much. But it's named to... It would say, like, to cop in state. So, even if you, if you were getting any ideas of stealing it you can't use it because your name's not cop in state unless you but suddenly change, change your name, name. <laughs> change state. your name state. that might be a little bit suspicious i think by the time you've done that they would probably have reported it lost and then it wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to use it anyway so but um yeah look at how the brain's working i got a little criminal mind going on there um we did leave after half time we'd already had a long day anyway and you were starting to get hungry as well so yeah we drove back had, had dinner on the way, and then... I thought um, we already had dinner. Before the game? Yeah. No. McDonald's, and then we went there. That was lunch. That was dinner. At three o'clock? Oh, I guess it was. Well, we had a snack. Like, you had a hot chocolate because you were cold. Um, I got some fries because they were free fries. So we had that, but I want to say that was a dinner. Nah. No, because you wanted to stop at Bojangles on the way home. And then when we stopped, we were in line for like five to ten minutes, and they hadn't really advanced any, and we were waiting. There was no oh, yeah. apologies for waiting. Um, so we actually stopped at Wendy's for dinner. I was like, no, nah, I'm not waiting any longer. This is ridiculous. So we went up to Wendy's, and they served us within 30 seconds, and the food was ready within under a minute. It was ridiculous how quick no, it was. it was more than a minute. It wasn't long. We went to get the, like, this... Um, napkins and some ketchup and we got our drinks perhaps it felt like that but by the time we got all the stuff we wanted they were they were already ready for us so we didn't do that now as we didn't get to um we couldn't go to the sunday game um because we had other things on we had the disc golf tournament um, i had to work in the afternoon as well so do you want to give us a little summary of that game since you have the scorecard there all right so coppin state won 16 to 8 mm-hmm because they're good. Any key innings Wait, another double... Double digit? No, I think every double game... Double the score. Oh, it was. I didn't notice that. Every game they had double digits, but I noticed, dead. against St. Peter's. Only one of the... They I had... think the other one was 14 to 7 as well. Uh-huh. So every game was twice as well. Wait, hold up, Dad. Each run yeah. for St. Peter's mm-hmm. is a hit. They got I, eight Sometimes hits. that happens. Coppin State... Got 16 runs and 15 hits. Uh-huh. So they got some walks then, I'm guessing, on this. Uh-huh. Well, you might be able to tell us that. You got all the stats there. Why don't you have a little look at the... Why don't you have a look at those starting pitches? See what you can tell us. All right. Jordan Hamburg. Clay Thompson. <laughs> you like Clay Thompson, I guess. Clay Thompson Rufina, got the win. Cana- Giovanni Canales. Uh-huh. And Nico Felbert. Yep. Any particular stats there that spring out to you at all? 
Uh, Clay Thompson got the win. Uh, Jordan Hamburg pitched four innings. He only gave up one earned run. Oh, yeah, it says win one, lost zero. Yeah, he's won, though, because it was his first game of the season, I think. Uh, but, yeah, he only gave up one earned run. I think on this one, though... What's the NP? NP at the end? Number of pitches. So right. Jordan Hamburg pitched 98. 98. So like 100 is Take kind of a common number for a Clay pitcher. Clay Thompson one is 20. Now, they're not going to be as many because they're relief pitchers. So uh -huh. they pitch more often, but they're not going to pitch as much because they normally throw in kind of high-speed uh -huh. stuff. So you don't want to burn your arm out. Yeah. So they normally come oh, in yeah, like Oh, yeah, so the inning. total of pitches by Coppin's Day was 165. Uh-huh. Yeah, it does list things like that as well. And... Um, Jordan gave up five walks in five innings, and I'm looking for strikeouts. Um, am I blind? Oh, six strikeouts. There we go. I couldn't see it for a second. So, um, yeah, pretty much. Where is the strikeouts? SO. On, when it's listed on the pictures, six. it's SO. Yeah. So, yeah, six. Eight strikeouts. Totally. Mm -hmm. Anything from the batters you want to talk about? Obviously, we went at the game, so you just got to kind of look. Uh, There's a big pause right here. Where's we got some dead air time here. Four R's. What four is that? runs. Yeah, four runs by Brody Black. Yeah, yeah, he had a good game. Two hits, two bases um, on balls. Three, three runs. Wait, um, three runs by Mike Dorsey. Three mm -hmm. at bats, bats by Mike Dorsey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also Sam Nieves is getting on base again. So we have three Hamburg and two hits. Got five um RBIs. Uh, he had four RBIs. He had five at bats, but he did have three hits and he did have two runs. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was the thing that I forgot to mention in game two. Uh, Jordan Hamburg. Um, uh, yeah, Jordan Hamburg did get another home run, so he had two home runs in his first two games. I remember. I do remember seeing that, Josh... and I didn't write it down, JJ. But I believe he was. What's the new division? Is it the NEC? Is that NEC. Um, he was the NEC Player of the Week as well. So not surprisingly, he pitched a good game here as well, and he giving up one and run. He had two home runs as well, uh, lots of hits. So not and not as many stolen bases as we thought, though. Remember, you were counting at one point. You were counting. You were like that's his sixth of the season. It said he only had like three after what? the third games. I was like, we must be incorrectly scoring. No, I'm wondering if some of them the were. Some of them might have been an error. Like if it was a bad throw, it might be recorded as an error rather than a steal. But I thought that same thing. I was like, "What?" It, was, it seemed like there was way more than uh, uh, way more than that. But hey, that's what they said anyway. So yeah, so Coppin State opens the season three and zero. They I went back and looked. So there's the schedule, JJ. You can go back and look at previous years' results. So I was kind of curious if Coppin State had ever gone like three and zero before. And I went back as far as 1990. I could not find a, a, a season where they've ever started three and zero. Is there any more than 1990? That if there is, I couldn't go back any further. Or if I was, I was looking. I was just looking on their web page. The only other season I could find actually with a winning record after three games was um, I think it was like 2000 and something, and they were two and one. But this was the first time they'd ever started the season three and zero. And that's pretty much where we were looking to. Um, I said, well, wait until this game, the Mount St. Mary's game, and then we'll probably record. And, um, yeah, it didn't happen. So, do you want to tell us about the Mount St. Mary's game? This was the Tuesday after the Sunday. They, so, this was two days they later. They lost 5-6. They did. They lost by one run. Uh, Mount St. Mary's also started 3-0 and as well. I think it might have said that might be the oh, first time. Oh, it was Joe Cannon Stadium. It was, but it was a Tuesday, so we couldn't get there. Um, any key stats from this at all? Or any key innings where it kind of got away from Coppin? Uh, 
I should have let you look at these ahead of time, probably. I think Mount St. Mary's were I'd ahead for most two. of the game. Oh, actually, I'm looking here. Two. After five innings, it was Wait, five up. to four, at so it was third? pretty close. In the third inning, it was two to two. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think Coppin State were ahead at any point in this game. Um, uh, three o'clock start, uh, 2.42. Attendance, 100. That's a very round number. But it wasn't 105 this time, though, so they are, there's obviously different numbers. Was... Oh, I wrote down the final score for the... Um, I, I didn't find it before. The final score on the basketball game, JJ, was uh, Bison's 80, Eagles 70. So it was 37 to 33 at the half. And then um, they got six more points in the second half than Coppin did, so they won by 10. Um, attendance, 2,100. I thought there was more. It just felt like there was 2, so many 000. people. That's a lot. That's definitely a I lot. I felt but... like there was a little less. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It was packed in there. There was a lot going on, but... All right. Actually, I felt Oh, like here's that player. Good. Sam Sessoms. Oh, it was an E that was missing. So it was S-E-S-S. -S. So that was the key that wasn't working for me. Um, he scored, I looked at his stat, 37 points. So he was definitely yeah. their star player. But, Dad. Yes. That means he scored... Um, if he scored all his points in the second half, he, he would have scored... Well, if he did, he would have scored all the points. Oh, okay. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, I think the reason that Howard was so good is, though, if you look at their point score, their top scorer only had 20. Now, you might first think, well, that's not as good then. But mm -hmm. they split the points amongst them, though. So there was Jordan Wood had 19, uh, Stevie Settle had 14, and uh, Marcus Dockery had 12. So there was, like, several players that were making contributions, um, where I think Coppin State pretty much ran through Sam Sessoms. So that would have been significant. So at that point, then, um, the score was... Uh, sorry, the record is 3-1. and one. We knew that they were going over to uh, the West Coast to play Oregon State. I said that would be a difficult series, uh, JJ. And when I looked to see, it said that Oregon State were ranked nationally as well. I think they were ranked 17th nationally. And it was obviously over in Oregon as well. Um, I watched some of the games, uh, not the whole games, but I, I when I was had time, if I was free, or sometimes in between while I was working, I would watch like an inning and a little bit. And um, yeah, Oregon State were very good. Um, they they won the series. I did see in game three, but not watched, that Jordan Hamburg hit a home run and uh, Sebastian Sarabia hit a home run as well. So with losing those three, that put Coppin State 3-4 uh, on the season. And I did see the some of the Army game as well. I was trying to follow the stats. They did lose to Army on Wednesday, so they are currently 3-5 and five on the season right now. And we were hoping, like I said, to we were hoping to go to that game on Friday. And unfortunately, uh, sorry, on Saturday. And then we found out you had tryouts. So right in the middle of the day. And it takes three hours to get down there. Um. So by the time you get down there, it's like it's kind of too late. Um, I did see an announcement just before we came online. Friday's game has been cancelled um, because apparently there's bad weather down in Lexington. So what that actually means is they're going to do a double header on Saturday. Can we go? Which actually means you could potentially make the second game. So the first game is at 2 o'clock, which we couldn't really make. The second game is at 5 o'clock, which you would be able to make. Wait, it's a long just... way to drive, though. The whole point before was we were going to go down early in the morning. We were going to go and look around um, Stonewall Jackson's house, I think it was. Mm -hmm. um, there was a few other things there. There's the museum on the site. Wait, I know. How about we just... Um, Skip we can arrive late um, to the All that first game, be... okay. but we can um, watch the entirety of the second game. Uh -huh. We can get a hotel, <laughs> and then we can do all the museum stuff. 
and the then watch day. the game on Sunday and then yes. come back. If I can get all my stuff done, that is possible. But that yeah. right now, I'm not at that point, unfortunately. And we're recording on Thursday. Tomorrow, I have to go to work and we have to go. I forgot. I got tickets for you for your birthday to go and see Smackdown in D.C. So I don't know. Um, I wish that there was a makeup date for people who missed your tryouts. Because if there was, we could go straight from SmackDown down to there, see both games on Saturday, yeah. get back, and then I would have Sunday to do all my work as well. So I don't know. I posted it. We were not going to be able to make it, unfortunately. But now I feel that there's a chance that we could make it. But um, I like your plan. I do like your plan. But I got to say, it's kind of late now on a Thursday, and when I'm not sure I can get it. Snackdown thing start. Uh, seven thirty. The TV show starts at eight, but I think they start at seven thirty. A.M. No, no. P.M. Okay. A.M. No, you'd be at school. They don't recall. How they have a wrestling show at that early in the morning? That'd be like a breakfast time thing. No, no, it's in the evening. It's in the How's evening after everyone's... Cause There's an A.M. and a P.M. You've, have you ever been to a wrestling show that was at 7 a.m.? Yeah. No, you haven't. That's a lie. Have you ever been to one that's been at 7 p.m.? No. Every single one, pretty no. much. Or 5 p.m. So, no. um... Um, yeah, this is we're only a month away from WrestleMania as well, so this will be this could be kind of an interesting one. Roman Reigns is probably going to be there because they got to build up that match with uh, uh, Cody Rhodes. So I don't know. Cody Rhodes hopefully versus Sammy's, Roman Reigns. Hopefully, Sami Zayn will appear as well. Yeah. Um, I want to see if Kevin Owens comes out because he did on um, Raw. Um, and starts just destroying stunning Roman. people. He was on Sunday. He was on uh, on Raw. Dad, he he said, came out and stunned um, Jay, uh, not uh, Jimmy Uso and uh, Solo Sequoia. I only saw the highlights. I didn't see the whole show, but I, um, in his talk, because he because of the Royal Rumble match, he got mm -hmm. handcuffed. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, right, well, I have to see. They're definitely building that line right now. Sammy, Ooh, maybe he's coming Kevin Owens Sammy come. and Sami Zayn comes out. Hey, go be. Go be. We'll have to see. All right, you going to play your outro music for us? 